0: That you guys are being uh, joining us for another episode. This topic that we're going to talk about today, uh, I told Ashton just a few minutes ago. I said, "You know, I'm going to surprise you with with this uh, episode, <laughs> uh, the topic." And but I, part of it is because I really want to catch the rawness of of this this important topic. And this is the topic of forgiveness. Mm. And how do we forgive others? How do we, when they've wronged us over and over, how do we forgive others when they don't mean to offend us? Right. Um, and then really, how do we forgive others and still can love unconditionally? It's a tough topic. Mm-hmm. It's something that I know that we look at and we go, how do we do this when people, I don't want people to trample over me. I don't want people to to do this. Um, against me and I I want to stand my ground especially when we're the type of people that we're prideful that we want to hold on to and say hold up you're not going to do that to me how do we forgive um, in this day and age in this world and we can go different directions with this we can go talk about what's going on right now with the racial divide um, or we can talk about just within our families and how do we how we forgive but really how do we forgive when people have wronged us?
1: Mm-hmm. Man, this is... Let me preface this with... This is something I struggle with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I I should preface this first and foremost. I struggle with this. Um, and this is something I pray about all the time. Because I am very quick to... Um, I guess judge would be the word, really of saying, hey, you know what, this is what you did to me, and therefore this is why we are, you know, where we're at in our relationship, you and I, because you did this, you know. Um, And I'll just tell a quick story of why that makes me a hypocrite. (laughs) (laughs) Because when I was in high school, um, I made some very, very stupid mistakes. Yeah. Not that... um, Not that it matters actually what happened, but um, I lied about some things that were just incredibly stupid to lie about. Incredibly stupid to lie about. Yet, I had family members who, throughout that experience and after, um, who actually forgave me. And when I look at the situation, had I been in their shoes, I don't know if I would have forgiven me. Right. Right. And I look at these people and I'm like, wow, like your heart is one so prepped for forgiveness and understanding that like we're people that need, need Jesus and that we're going to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. I want to emulate that. Um, And, you know, something my wife and I just through a lot of experiences have come to realize is you just never know what people are going through. You don't. And you just never know, um, quote-unquote, what's behind the curtains, you know, for somebody. And my prayer is that I would be a non-judgmental human being. And that I would be quick to forgive rather than quick to judge. Um, But this is a very, very difficult topic. I mean, you think, this is all throughout the Bible, right? Right. Jesus is saying, do unto others as, you know, you would want them to do to you and Mm -hmm. love your neighbor as yourself. I mean, these are all things in there where he's basically saying, like, I already know that you're naturally just going to want to hate on somebody because of something they did to you. But I'm telling you that I never hated on you when you made mistakes.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. And, you know, there's a, a, I'm not sure of the reference off the top of my head, but he says, you know, forgive 70 times 7. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and to kind of quickly go on a tangent, I want your opinion on something. Maybe there's a listener out there who feels they've been forgiving towards somebody and feels they've really done um, their best to give that person the benefit of the doubt. Um, but maybe that individual is just, they're just hard-headed and or they are just dealing with some stuff and they're just not ready to um, maybe make that relationship right. Mm-hmm. What do you tell the person who seems like they're just dealing with that? Of like, man, when like when is this person going to come around? Or, you know, um, is it something that I did, you know, that caused this issue? Can you kind of speak to that, what, what your thoughts are? Of like, you have a forgiving heart, you know, but at what point is it like, they're not meeting me halfway? Or that's the way you feel, maybe. Hmm, man, uh, thinking.
0: I think that can go multiple routes. Okay. I think you're right. I think that can go multiple routes, but let's take it specifically dealing with a husband and wife. Okay. Right. You got a husband and wife that are uh, husband in the most typical fashion. Husband's just he's the can't get right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> husband can't get right. Right we know wives are always right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Men are not right. But we look at it and we go, "Hey, husband can't get right. He, things are just not adding up." He's and the and the spouse, the wife is saying, "I'm doing everything I can mm. to love on him, mm. even in the midst of the the things that he's doing. He doesn't he you know, he's not doing things to love me. He's not showing that he cares. He's yeah. not doing this. Um, he he has said things that he that I can't believe he would say right but I still love him and I want to, and I truly forgive him
1: well
0: mm. uh, or, or, I, or I want to forgive him sure. I should say not sure. that he truly forgives him. but I think where that goes and something that we we were talking within our you know we were talking to our small group probably about three weeks ago four weeks ago and one of the things that uh, in the book that we were talking about, there was this. There was a story of a husband and wife. The husband had basically betrayed his wife, and had did it over and over again. And at that moment, the wife says, "said I'm still gonna love him because I love God more, and mm. I really truly love God. Mm. I, but there's gonna be moments where I don't." want to love him and right. right now it's one of those moments that i don't love him and i'm really angry with him right. but i'm going to choose to love him because god loves him and i love god more right and i think that's where we have to look at that within within us one of the first steps is saying do we really truly love god mm-hmm. and now, now i will preface that that there are toxic relationships or things that are going on that if you're in a dangerous relationship abusive you have to remove yourself out of that. I mm. think that's important. I think that's something that you have to take note of. That You have to be removed from that. But if it's just something that like, hey, interchangeably, we're just dealing with just disagreements um, and we said some things back and forth that just kind of hurt, um, I think there's, there's room to say, hey, let's love him and let's forgive. Right. But if you're in a dangerous relationship, the first thing you need to do is get removed out of that. Right. But, the um i think it goes back to that whole the whole piece of do i truly love god more than the situation do i believe really in a god that's powerful beyond all of this and has in right. because if we call ourselves christians mm-hmm. and we say that you know and because you know jesus died for our sins and you know, for all of our transgressions, all of our worst right. things that have happened. Right. And He loves us anyway, right? Mm-hmm. We've heard that song, you know, You Love Me Anyway. And He continues to love us and continues to forgive us. Why? And we're supposed to model that after Christ. We're supposed to be like Christ. Then we have to forgive. We right. have to look at it and say, if we're doing anything like that, we have to forgive. Mm-hmm. So I, to take it another corner, to turn the corner again, yeah, I've recently, you know, some people might disagree with me. I've had a hard time watching Christians. People are say that they're Christians on the news stuff and say that they can't forgive with racism that's going on mm. in America. That they can't, they're like, I can't believe that this is going on. And they can't forgive the transgressions that are happening to people. Mm. But we're called to forgive. Amen to that. We're called to forgive. And that's the hard thing. A lot of people will say that and they say, well, how can you say that? Um, some black Christians, black Americans, they have a hard time with having that 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 reality, mm-hmm. and I think that's, and it's hard. It's hard because I think when we're faced with it right in the in in, our, in front of us, it's easy to fall back to our earthly desire, our earthly thoughts. Our sinful nature just immediately go because we live in a fallen world. We immediately go to that mm. side of things, and where we say, "I can't, no, I can't, I just can't forgive." But we're called to we're called to forgive. Um, does not mean that we don't have to forget. It doesn't mean that we don't have to remove ourselves from the situation again. But. I think that's something we have to look at and say the reality of it is is that as Christians we do know that sin is going to exist in the world until Jesus comes back. Mm. Same thing with, and it cracks me up, um, you know, I say that rhetorically, but um, it cracks me up when we look at people saying racism is going to be eradicated. We need to eradicate racism from the world. It's going to continue to exist. Mm. Because we live in a fallen world. Right, right. Um, All these things, hate, everything. It's all because we live in a fallen world. Right. So, But we've been given it out. We've been given an opportunity to make a choice. And I think that choice is right there. It's like we can choose to forgive. So that's kind of where I kind of will lean towards that. Hopefully that answers your question a little bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, But, no, forgiveness is tough. Um, so I, I kind of turn the corner back to, you know, I, I t- bring this back to you yeah. on this is how do we forgive people when deep down we just don't think we can do it anymore? Mm. You know, maybe that's kind of same same question that you, in line with you, but like, how do I, how can I just continue to do it?
1: Yeah, it's something I I think my wife and I have started saying is we, we're trying to go vertical before we go horizontal with people, mm. is that you've got to quote unquote check yourself at the door and make sure your relationship and your, um, thoughts, you know, are edifying godly in ones of faith before you start dishing things out <laughs> horizontally to people, um, and I find it interesting that the this is how I how I process this, yeah. and I think you'll know what I mean. Is it's interesting how the Lord asks us to forgive, and yet forgiveness is counter to the number one thing we face as humans, <laughs> which is pride. Yeah. And I just see like these two wrecking balls smashing into each other. You know, which one's
0: which one's one, going to give one, up? Yeah, first. <laughs> which one's you know?
1: And because ultimately, forgiveness is you laying down your pride and saying. It's okay. Yeah. You know, and I think about parenting uh, in this regard all the time. Um, because a lot of times we think of forgiveness as you forgiving your children. But what about the, the reverse effect? What happens when you made a mistake with your children and or, you know, this is your first child. You're brand new at this. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get everything right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you got to look at it from both perspectives in the parenting role, I think, as well, which is, you know, okay, my child um, requires uh, forgiveness, but so do I. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think taking the opportunity in each one of, you know, life's events, if you will, and looking for those opportunities to explain to your, your kids that, listen, forgiveness is critical. Right. You know? Me as your parent, I'm a broken person, you know, as broken as anybody else. And so I'm going to make mistakes. Um, You know, something um, my wife and I talk about with with our kids and with lying is, listen, I expect you to make mistakes. It's how you learn. It's how you grow. But what I'm not going to deal with is the lying piece, you know, because that's the pride, right? I don't want to say that I'm wrong. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have that head bashing, you know, if you will. And so, um, sorry, I was a little off topic, but point being that we're dealing with that pride piece right. and we've got to lay that pride down and say, Hey, you know what? Um, I'm going to forgive. And more importantly, will you forgive me? Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm not perfect and I don't have it right. Um, but I don't, I personally don't think you can get to that place Unless your heart is going vertical before it goes horizontal. I just don't think you can do it.
0: And I think that's true specifically, too, for those that are Christians. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, you also look look at it, say, for those that aren't Christians, um, or the person that did the wrong is not a Christian. I think we also have to look at it that we have to give that person grace because they're not a Christian. Sure, absolutely. I think that's that's the hard, that's the mm. hard one right there, is because they don't know the power and the ability. Because I think one of the first things we have to do is we have to forgive ourselves for any wrongdoing that we did into the situation, mm. and we have to forgive ourselves for just our overall, our yeah, like our contribution to the problem, right. and then we have to forgive others, mm. and I think. Most of the time, those that have wronged somebody else are not quick to forgive their own wrongdoing or to look at and self reflect on their own wrongdoing when they're not, you know, because they don't have that ability and they're selfishly, like you said, pridefully, they put that in the way and they're not going vertical right. before going horizontal right. in dealing with. And I think that's something to take into consideration. I think, too. If there, if it is Christians, if it is two Christians that are doing this, you know, sometimes you got husband and wives that are doing with some some things, and because we're mm-hmm. we're falling and we deal and, and our sinful nature, those things are going to happen. Now, if that's is that's the case, I still think now that's we need to go vertical before going horizontal, before us talking with each other, we need to say, and even in the midst, saying, you know what, I have wronged you. Let's pray about this first before we have this conversation. I think there's something about that. Sometimes just bringing other people in to say, "Can you pray for us? We're about to deal with this." We had a, you know, to go, to go with this a little bit more. We had a, a friend of ours uh, that's in a, a life group or a small group with yeah. us, right, send a text out it was just like, "Hey, can you pray for? <laughs> can you pray right. for us? Right. Can you pray for our family?" And I think that's the truth is sometimes even though we can go to God ourselves and stuff, there's still a, a part where. I say we have a bias or a partial prayer where we go, God, help my wife see this or help my husband see <laughs> that. Versus having Get some, them right. Yeah. yeah. Versus having other people come around us yes. and say, hey, can you pray for our marriage? Can you pray for what we're dealing with right now? Right. Some issues that we're having. Because I think there is something to be said on how that will change and transform. Outside influences putting pressure or outside pressure putting... On, on things can be can be helpful and be useful um, in, in, in that something i wanted to bring up to you was uh i was looking uh in scripture and we know we oftentimes we talk about it, we we know the seven you know the seven times 77 uh, forgiving of sins when right. jesus talks about that but something that brought was brought to my mind was in the old testament where words in Micah, uh, Micah 7 uh, 18. It starts in verse 18 It talks about God's steadfast love and his compassion for us, right? And he goes, starting with verse 18, it says, Who is a God like you, pardon, pardon, pardoning iniquity and passing over transgression for the remnant of his inheritance? He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in steadfast love. In verse 19, he says, He will again have compassion on us. He will tread our, iniqu- our iniquities underfoot and you will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea you will show faithfulness to jacob and steadfast love to abraham as you have sworn to our fathers from the days of old really what, what caught me was the that piece where he says you will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea is if we've ever been out to the ocean you've ever been on the ocean you've ever flown over the ocean been on the there, it goes on and on yeah. and on, and it's it's so deep. Like I, I I get fascinated, and it's kind of it's kind of freaky. But you know when you watch the National Geographic and they talk about the deep deep level of the sea, and you're like, what's down there? Like yeah. what really is yeah. <laughs> deep and down? But I think when we talk about that though, it's like exactly he says, you cast those sins away. Yeah. It goes into the deep of the sea. It goes into. The places, uh, uh, let's see, like it's it's gone, it's mm-hmm. washed away. Mm-hmm. If you lose something now on a boat in the ocean, you ain't getting it back. No. You, you know, you go to a lake, yeah, maybe depending on what part you put it in the ocean, you ain't getting it back, right? No. And I think that's something to really think about. Is God, you know, and Michael was using this, but he was talking about that saying, "He throws our sins out into the depths." I think that's something we have to look out when we're forgiving other people. So we can't hold that on. We can't. When we, I, if I forgive you, if I forgive my spouse, like I've got to just throw. I've got to throw that away and say, "Hey, it's." I've got to just let it go. Mm. I've got to throw it away, and we got to start fresh. It's easier said than done, and I think majority of our listeners will say, "You know, you, we can say that, but it's harder to actually do it." Absolutely. How do we? How do we? do that. And I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'd like to hear your input on this, is when we do forgive a spouse or we forgive somebody else, right? I think it takes us also having other Christian brothers and sisters around us to help remind us to say, no, you've got to forgive. Hey, you've got to let it go. You've helped pray me through it. Because selfishly, immediately, we know is that this is Satan's desire is to immediately attack us in that and say nope, you can't forgive them they wronged you in this where we need that extra backing we need that extra spiritual backing mm-hmm. to say no you've you forgave this person mm-hmm. and that's how we build and we build on onto on to that would you agree
1: yeah so I, I definitely the pride piece again I'm gonna sound like a bit of a broken record here, but that's where that's where my mind immediately goes to which is who's ruling and reigning in you as the person, the individual's mind. Because, you know, we'll just keep it on marriage, for example, but if I think I'm right, I'm making this about me. Mm -hmm. And so whatever my spouse says to me, I'm convinced she's wrong. So I'm winning, right? This is about me, who's first, me winning, being right, correct all the time. Um, but we gotta see. We have to see that perspective of there needs to be a perspective shift mm-hmm. because ultimately, either I'm the most important thing, or Christ is the most important thing. Because if Christ is, then I need to put her first over myself,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I need to think about her uh, desires, cares, needs over mine. Um, and so the reason I, I bring that up first is. I feel like for most of us, because we are close to our spouse, sometimes that can be easier, but then with a friend, not so much, you know, or someone who you're not as close with. That's not the, the way you process it, mm-hmm. where you put them over yourself. Um, you know, we've all heard the parable of the Good Samaritan, you know, he was the last person that people would have thought would have helped in that scenario. right, He had all these men on paper who were religious and new systems and, and things that were in place and they were the, the leaders on paper, but it was the man who in his heart saw himself as less than or put him first before his own that actually helped heal that man and took him to an inn and said, Hey, you, here's money. I'm paying for his stay. I want you to help. We're going to bandage his wounds. We're going to pick him up. He's going to be healed. And the only reason I bring that up is because it was the perspective piece. Mm-hmm. And, you know, something you and I talked about in previous episodes, which is it's the relationship with Jesus that's so critical because that's where you derive your basically forgiveness from. Because he forgave you, you can forgive others. And ultimately, it's breaking down that pride piece and saying, I'm going to put other people before myself. Because you can't get to a place of forgiveness unless you get there. And that's what I love about the Good Samaritan is he shows us that. He's like, listen, it was the guy that understood this in his head that was able to make the difference. And so when it comes to marriage, when it comes to friends, when it comes to all these relationships we have, you know and and i'm i'm saying these things to our to our yeah. listeners but i'm also saying them to myself which is a reminder of i need to put others before i put myself because that's what christ did for me you know he gave up his life for me and and maybe that's you know a little bit too macro but but that's where my heart is on this topic which is you know, if I'm going to say I'm a believer, then I need to be, exactly like you said, I need to be about my father's business. And my father's business is forgiveness. And my father's business is grace. And I need to model that in my relationships. Period.
0: Yeah. Man. That's... I think that's that's huge. Um, yeah, having to model that and modeling that in, in such a way is difficult. It's yeah. difficult for uh, to do. And I, I've 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 had some um, family members that have had have been wronged and have done uh, those stuff mm-hmm. and they that's one of the hardest things that they've they've talked about. They said like how do you how do you do that? How do you model this in your life? How do you... How do we deal with, deal with this? So I'll give you an, kind of a quick story. Uh, my uh, uncle... I had an uncle uh, passed away um, years ago. Um, about 11 years ago. Um, in a car accident. But, but prior to that, there was just... uh was some stuff that happened in my life that I had to forgive somebody uh, for. And he couldn't believe... The ability, like the amount of love and compassion I could still have in in, in this situation, and I mm. chose to forgive, chose to forgive this person. Um, fast forward, um, the night of his passing, there was there was about three. Uh, three or four months where he uh, spent some time with my family members, uh, with my with my parents, and my parents had told me that his life had drastically changed just by watching the amount of forgiveness that I had for this person that had wronged me, um, and had changed his life and wanted to give his life back there, to to Christ. And so I say that it, that sometimes we don't know what our forgiveness is truly doing. Hmm. Sometimes it's a witness. To the person that we least expect, <clears throat> and I think that's something that we have to also consider too. Um, we choose. We should choose to forgive, because people are watching. Like when you're talking about modeling, people are watching. Our kids are watching. Right. If we don't forgive. It builds up over time. Yeah. It built continues to build. Um, take it one step further. I was thinking about the the story of the um The lame man by the the pool, mm. lame man by the uh, the pool. Mm. Um, he was, you know, he was sitting by the pool and he wanted to get well, right? He's like, I want to get well. And Jesus sees him by the pool and says, you know, help. He's at, he has, he asks, to he say, hey, can you put me in this water? I want to just be healed, right? You know, I believe it was like well, a blind and a lame man, or he was a blind man. He's like, I just want or a blind man, and he's like, I want to get healed, right? Yeah, and what? Jesus says it's like, do you know... It's basically like, do you know who, you, who you're talking about? If you did, like, I can, I can heal you right now, right? right? But in some aspects, like, this guy wants to be put in... The, he wants somebody just to help him into this pool. And sometimes what we think is, because this pool had this healing water, we think that we immediately should just have that. We should be... We should just be mm. healed when things should just happen. Yeah. Um, but it takes what's crazy to really think is that the power of God is always there. It takes us to be willing to say, hey, can you, are you want you know, to heal me? Or if you're willing and all this stuff. If we, if we have that combination of the, of the two, that's also where it takes is that the lame man was, you know, or the lame blind man at that pool wanted wanted to get into that pool. But what was it going to cost him? Yeah. What was that going to take yeah. for him to do? It's for him to just die to self and say, I, I, Hey, I can't do this anymore. I just, I don't know. Yeah. But I hear, you know, I hear that this, you know, you may be the one and he he gets healed. Uh, you know, now not to go into this whole, you know, and everybody can talk about it is whether to, uh, we can get into this whole thing about being healed and healing and how that should be miracles and, and God's power. That's maybe another topic that we'll <laughs> we'll talk yeah, on. Yeah. But there is something just to say of what God, we have to, we have to do our part. God's always forgiven us. God's given us our grace and sin, but we have to do our part to accept that forgiveness. Um, and I think it goes back to what you said going vertical, saying, God, is there anything in my life that's stopping me from forgiving mm. this person? Is there some pride issues? Is there something else that I need to forgive within myself? And then, deal with, you know, what's going on down here at, at that level horizontally. And, uh, I think that's a, that's important. The, the, you know, the person that was at the uh, by the pool can't, go out and proclaim who Jesus is without f- experiencing the power that was going to ch- the transforming power that was going to change him so I think that's a better way to put it if we experience the transforming power of Christ that will affect other people and it will transform them, allows us to have true forgiveness <laughs>